And every time that I have two daughters, okay? And the crazy thing about my daughters is they don't pick out stuff based on what's actually in it, how cheap it's made or what's happening. Because they are immature, because they don't know how much stuff costs, because they are still at a, a smaller level of understanding, the only thing they pay attention to is the packaging. When they walk around, they're like, oh, that looks nice. Oh, that could be cool. I can't tell you how many dollars I've wasted on things like this. Uh, no, no offense, Barbie. But things like this that cost a bunch of money because they spent a good amount of money on the packaging. But as soon as we opened it up, it was in pieces. It wasn't even put together. The least they could do is make it for me. But what happens is we get in a bunch of relationships that look good on the outside, but they're in pieces on the inside. And we come in and we're trying to figure out how it works. And then we have insignificant parts and then we end up losing pieces of ourselves. Because we're not worried about the value of the contents on the inside as much as we're worried about the packaging on the outside. God is saying that it is time for the church to mature to the place where they do not judge or prejudge or are prejudiced about who he's using based on the outward package. Maybe they don't have all of the, the, the words right and maybe they're not as proficient and maybe they don't have network. That was your boy. I didn't come from anybody's camp. I didn't have nobody around me. All God said is, yeah, all my dinks, my, my, my dents and dings were all still there, but God says, I'm doing a work on the inside of you and I don't know who I'm talking to right now but you've been so worried about making sure your Instagram was popping and you had your right friends and everybody saw the packaging right and God says I would rather you be more potent on the inside than just look good on the outside this right here is what I look like and what many of you look like the packaging doesn't look like this. There's dents, rips, and scrapes. But when you spend time doing what God's called you to do and actually being the minister, the content on the inside is much more valuable than what it looks like on the outside. This costs so much more than this, but it was put in a package that didn't look like much. And I don't know about you, but some of y'all were born into packages that didn't look like much. Families that didn't look like much. Education that didn't look like much. The first five years of your marriage didn't look like much. But God is saying, if you let me work it out, I'll pull something out of you ah, that will be able to be more valuable. And these, these ministers who are Toys R Us ministers, immature ministers, they're going to keep going for what it looks like on the outside. But I'm looking for a group of ministers that say I might not have it all together. But I want God to do a work deep within me. And so when it's within me, it can come out of me. Somebody say, get it in me so it can come out of me. Ah, I feel this thing right now. This is why it's time for us as a church to get from external projection. And it's time for us to get to real power. I'm going to say it again. Don't nobody need no like scripture prayers that don't work. At this moment... Ain't nobody looking for somebody who prays and they don't even believe what they're saying. Ain't nobody looking for God is Jehovah Jireh. And then on the next, the next day, you freaking out about everything that's happening. 
God's saying, I want to give you real power, but that work has to be done by the Holy Spirit on the inside. And I just want to give you encouragement. This is not a new problem. Even back in Ephesians 4.14, no, it's 2 Timothy. Let's go 2 Timothy 3.5. It says, um, they will act religious. They will act like they know me, but they will reject the power that I could actually give them that could make them godly. And this is the warning that the word gives us. Stay away from people who ain't got no power. They may look good, they may project good, but if they ain't got no power, stay away from those type of people. And what I'm encouraging you is right now, in this time of quarantine where the entire country and almost the whole world is shut down, make sure you come out of this time with more on the inside of you than what you're showing. Forget about an Instagram post and an Instagram live. Is there something coming alive on the inside of you? Is there something that's beginning to move? Are you stirring up the gifts that are on the inside of you? And if you don't use this time for that, you're going to come out of this and you're still going to be the same age spiritually. <laughs> You're still going to be talking about, I just can't wait for the weekend. Huh? You, you got weekend every day. Some of y'all didn't even know it was Sunday today because you've just been at home every day. It's just The days are just running together. You say, what day is it again? God's giving you a bunch of weekends and you still aren't maturing. And it says, stay away from these type of people. Do you know another group of people that he tells us to stay away from? It's in that verse um, 14. It says, people who prolong their infancy. We can't have them among us. And then it says, please. We can't do that. Why? Because Toys R Us ministers, they value playground companions. See, when you're immature, you want to only deal with people who are on the same level as you so you can keep playing them same childish games. Uh-oh. If you look at all of your friends, you're trying to set up play dates to gossip. Play, uh-huh. You're trying to set up play dates with people who will lower the standard just enough for y'all to do something illegal in business, but both of y'all are on the same page, so y'all keep it together. You're looking for a playground companion. And God said, if you're going to be a minister, you got to level up. Some of those relationships, some of those people, some of the ways you've been doing stuff, that was kitty stuff. But I'm asking that you would grow up and mature and be able to represent me. The reason you got to get your taxes right right now is because what I'm about to bless you with in 2021 will expose you. And the level of money you're going to make there, the IRS is going to come check. And so I need you to mature now when it's barely enough to, uh, when it's barely enough to count up because of what I'm about to do. But you don't want to do that so you're exposed and you're looking for all these playground companions and God says but a maturing minister a maturing minister is not looking for playground companions they're looking for take ground companions somebody that can walk with them and say hey you see that over there by faith we're about to take this ground hey do you see that right now that thing is going to be healed the bible said we can speak to that thing y'all we got to take ground and if you don't have some people around you that will take ground with you you need to find some new friends that's why i tell people you got to get in small groups you got to get in belong groups you got to have community because until you get in the place where you got somebody say come on let's take that Let's 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 break that generational um, habit in our family. That's why you got to marry somebody that'll take ground with you. When I got the vision for this building, I only told about four or five people. I didn't tell no playground companions. 
I only told people who had the faith to believe we could take this ground. When it was impossible, when nobody believed it, when we didn't have the money. I told my wife, I told my mama, I told Bree, I told Bishop, and all of them said, if it's God's will, let's take it. And I'm standing on a stage right now because I have the faith to believe with some people who have faith to believe with me. That's why the Bible says iron sharpens iron. Not plastic sharpens iron. If you're iron and you're around somebody who's plastic, which most toys are made of, you end up damaging the plastic and dulling the sharpness of the iron. And some people right now, you're becoming dull because of who you're rubbing up against. And some of you are becoming damaged because of who you're around. And God is saying right now, it's time to get off the playground. And it's time to fund somebody who will take ground. Somebody needs to shout hallelujah. hallelujah. No more prolonged infancy. And there's a reason for it. It's not because we don't just want to be around those type of people. It's because it tells us, he said, we can't tolerate babes in the woods. If you took my two-year-old right now who is unaware and immature in her perception and you put her in the woods, that would be a dangerous place for her. Because she doesn't have the maturity or the understanding, we got to keep babies out of the woods. That's what's happening in so many people's lives. It says small children, they're an easy mark for imposters. They're an easy mark for the devil. And that's why so many of us are going out into the world, into fields of influence, and they turn us out. We get eaten up and spit back out because we're sending babes who don't know the word, who don't have a conviction, who don't have an anchor in Jesus, who do not have the maturity that they need out into the music industry and they went in saved and they come out turn oh god they went in quoting scriptures now they cussing you out they went in with a generous heart now they're selfish it's because if you're not mature enough to go into the woods where there's wolves and bears and and, and lions oh my you understand what i'm saying if you don't go into that space ready to be able to fight mature enough to understand the situations you're walking in he said you're an easy mark for the enemy and many times the church is full of people who went out immature. They got a call from God to be a minister, but they didn't take the time to mature. And so they went out and they got hurt. They got scarred. And many of us, it's been a lot of the leaders faults because we haven't equipped you for the type of work that you're supposed to do. That's why I'm preaching this series, because I'm not the minister here. You're the minister here. But then you got to come back and let me teach you the word so that you can be prepared for the fight that you're going to have to give out there. I'm not going to send you into the woods or into the world or into your business or into government unprepared, not knowing the word of God, because that's the only thing that's going to allow you to be able to withstand the attacks of the enemy. And the crazy thing about it is Toys R Us ministers are easy targets. But maturing ministers are taking shots. And I'm tired of believers and ministers not maturing. Because when you mature, you know when to shoot your shot. When you mature and you understand what's happening, God has spoke to you and you know he tells you stuff like be strong and courageous. That's your land. Possess that land. When we go back to this building and they were trying to show me other buildings to look at and I said, no, 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 no. God's given me a word. I've spent time with him. I've been in his face. I've been holding on to this in crazy faith. And I told them, don't show me no more Kmarts. I don't want no polls. Don't call me until it's about this building. I'm about to shoot my shot. I'm not going to allow the enemy to make me back up. 
I'm going to advance the kingdom of God. But you only can advance something that you are confident in. And too many believers have not taken the time to mature. So when we get out in the world or in the woods, we're an easy target. But I'm telling you, it's time for us to mature. Somebody say, I'm going to mature. Something's building on the inside of you. Ephesians 4.14. Then we will no longer be immature. That same verse in the NLT says, listen, we will no longer be immature like children. Listen, we won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. That's where everybody's at right now. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us when lie with lies so clever that they sound like the truth. See, this is the problem. When you anchor your life on Jesus Christ and you mature in that and that anchor starts going down, you don't have to be tossed. See, right now, every sailor understands the, the idea of an anchor. That when a storm comes and it's blowing and it's making everything move, you drop your anchor on the thing that can keep you standing there. And I don't know about you, but some of us haven't matured enough to actually have an anchor. So we're out on the boat looking good, cruising. But when the storm comes, we capsize because we don't have anything that, oh God, anything that's keeping us grounded. But I declare by the power of the Holy Spirit that this is the time where ministers are going to mature and we're going to drop our anchor on the word of God. Coronavirus, drop your anchor. Financial problems, drop your anchor. People leaving, drop your anchor. We don't have enough, drop your anchor. And when you drop your anchor... When you drop your anchor, it says that maturity will allow different teachings to come and they'll go. People will try to trick you with schemes and gimmicks, but they'll go. And I'm telling you, this is why maturity is so important for every minister that's watching this and hearing this. Because God is saying, I want to take you out there, but I don't want you to capsize. I want to use you and all those things I've shown you in your heart. But if you don't spend this time maturing, it's going to damage you more than you're going to reach destiny. So Toys R Us ministers, they value what sounds like the truth. (laughs) And maturing ministers, they value the only truth, which is the word of God. I'm begging every person. Everybody, they say, statistically have in increase their social media usage almost 50% since Corona has come into our world. I'm just asking you to dial back what every other word is saying and get lost in the word of God. Why, Pastor Mike? Because more information won't mature you. Only revelation will. People have told me things for years that I needed to do. But when God told me in his word, when he showed me something that convicted me, when he gave me a revelation that that's you, you're acting in pride or you're walking in this or this, that revelation revealed truth. It changed or transformed my life. It made me mature. There are many things I keep talking about me and my wife because a lot of y'all are in uh, situations where this is the most time you spent with your spouse in years. And you're like, who did I marry? Oh, my God. But what I'm saying to you is in this season, you need to stop fighting each other and you need to ask God, what does he want to change in you? 
Yeah, yeah, y'all are now forced to be in each other's space. Some of y'all, this is the exact thing that God needed you to have because you've been able to ignore what's been festering in your relationship out of busyness. But God is trying to not just allow you to heal. He wants you to be whole. Remember, unity is the first point of this whole thing. When you mature, you want unity. And what I'm telling you is there's sometimes that you're going to communicate with your husband, your wife, your children. And you're going to be able to say, you know what? Just talking to you is not going to change this. Convincing you about this is not going to change this. There's many times I've been stubborn about something. And my wife said, Michael, I don't care what you say. I'm going to God about this. She like telling God on me. And I promise you. I'll be stuck to my ways. I'll be like, I ain't never changing this. Da, 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 da. I'll get in prayer two days later. And the Holy Spirit is saying, like, you're prideful. You're doing the wrong thing. And I'm going to show you this in scripture. And I come back to my wife and be like, baby, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I just want to be where you are. <laughs> just hold me in your bosom. <laughs> like, that's what I do at that moment. Because, not because she changed me. But when I hold on to not what sounds like the truth, but I hold on to the only truth. That's the only thing that can mature me and make me change. And God's saying, I want to send you. I want to send you to be my ministers in entertainment, in government, in education, in the finance, on Wall Street. I want to send you in the tech industry. But I, I can't have Toys R Us ministers there. I can't have immature ministers there. I got to have maturing ministers there. And that's why in verse 16, it says we take our lead from Christ who is our example, who is the source of everything we do. He keeps us in step with each other. His breath and his blood flow through us. This is the reason why we have to mature. Look at it right here, the end of the verse. It says it's nurturing us so that we will grow up. Everybody shout at me, grow up. Come on, say grow up. He doesn't just want us to grow up, but he wants us to grow up in a certain way. Grow up healthy in God robust in love let me give you my last point toys r us ministers value staying the same i don't want to grow up i just want to be a kid i don't want to grow up i just want to have my anger i don't want to grow up i just want to be an individual i don't want to and whatever your immature statement is god's saying that's just exposing that you're a Toys R Us minister. He said, but maturing ministers value growing up healthy. And today I'm just asking everybody not to just accept the call to be the minister here, but accept the responsibility that comes with this raise. Accept the, 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 the promotion and accept what's going to have to change in your pride. I want everybody listening to me to mature. How do we mature? By spending time with God, by cutting off distractions. Look what um, John 3 says, 1 and 2. Dear friend, or 3 John, it says, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in the spirit. What that means is your spirit health and your physical body should be equally as strong. And I know there's people right here that do a lot for their physical body. And their spirit man is scrawny and weak. 
And there's a lot that do a lot for their spiritual body. I know people who can pray the heavens down but will die 20 years early from diabetes. Because they won't make sure their soul is in health and their body is in health. What God is saying for all of us, he's like, I got big plans for my ministers. You're going to be out in the world. You're going to be changing stuff. You're going to do stuff. But I need something for you. I need you not to think immaturely about this. We're playing for the long haul. I want you to be effective for so many years. So I need you to physically be healthy. And I need you to be spiritually healthy. That means anything that's toxic, anything that is over sugared, anything that is so good to my flesh, everything that I love, love, love in my actual flesh he's saying that's the thing that's going to cause you not to be able to do everything i've called you to do and i'm looking for ministers that will accept the call to mature i know this is a heavy word right now but my greatest days of effectiveness are right in front of me because i'm deciding to put away the childish things you know that scripture when it says when i was a child I thought like a child, I talked like a child, I spoke, I interacted as a child. But when I matured, here's the decision. I put away childish things. Why do you put away childish things? So you can fulfill the call that is on your life. I want to pray for you right now. Hands lifted all over. I don't care if you're in high school, middle school. I don't care if you're a senior citizen or a senior saint. I need you to know that the word of God, this is not a sexy word. This is a transformative word. This is a word that if it gets down in your heart and you would stop doing the things that a, a, a childish minister would do, would you put all of them up on the screen for me? See, a Toys R Us minister is being the only one. Only cares about how it's packaged, the outside. Only cares about and values the playground companions what sounds like the truth and staying the same God says by faith I want you to shift and I want you to become a maturing minister that is more concerned and values being one or being in unity concerned about what is in the package not just what's out is concerned and values take ground companions people that will have faith with you and as valuing that the only truth which is the word of God and values growing up healthy God says, I can take you to any sphere and use you. Today, I want you to lift your hands because I'm about to pray that we would answer the call to mature in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray for every person listening and watching right now. I thank you that right now in this moment, you are moving in their hearts, Father God. Somebody's heart has been closed this whole time, but right now a crack just happened. And I'm thanking you right now in the name of Jesus that they are going to become the ministers you called them to be. Your word says that it would be our duty and our honor to walk worthy of what you've called us to. So I'm speaking to every distraction. I'm speaking to all selfishness. I'm speaking, Father, to everything that has given us excuses. Father, by your son and in your blood, we have been made new. All things have passed away. And today, Father, I thank you that we step in and own our calling as maturing ministers, that we will no longer be tossed to and fro by what the news says and what Corona says and what finances said, but we will drop our anchor on the word of God. And I declare and I believe, Father, that families are getting stronger right now, that singles are getting stronger right now, that that, that businesses are getting stronger right now, not because of the work you're doing on the outside, but because of the work you're doing on the inside. Today, God, in our homes, we surrender to you. On podcasts, we surrender to you. Taking a walk, we surrender to you, God. We stop and say, mature us, God. Let us not be stuck 
in prolonged infancy. But today, make our marriages, our lives, our perspectives mature in you. We trust you. We believe you. And we thank you that this will not be by might or by power. But the only way this can happen is by your spirit, God. And so we need you. We invite you in. In Jesus' name, amen. Your life. Remember, it says people acted righteous, but they denied the power of God. Today, I want you to not just be a good person. I want you to invite the power of God into your life. And it's so simple. All you have to do is ask God, according to Romans 10, 9, to come in. Believe that he saved you and sent his son. Repent. Like, and all that means is turn. Like, I'm, if I was going this direction, I'm just turning. And God says, I want you to turn to me. Today and all throughout this week, there will be people getting saved at this moment. There are family members in the room with you right now. There are family members you sent this link to. That's why it's so important to share what God's doing. Because this is the thing that can change somebody's eternity. Today, I want to pray for you. If you're saying, Pastor Mike, I no longer want to be in control of my life. I no longer want to be the one that's controlling everything that's happening. And I want the God of the universe to get in the details of my life. If you want to pray this prayer with all of us. I want you to just slip your hand in the air real quick. It doesn't matter if anybody's standing next to you. It doesn't matter who's around. Just slip your hand in the air. Even if you're in the room by yourself, just slip your hand in the air. You could put it down. God saw that. It doesn't matter if anybody else sees it. See, this is the greatest decision you could ever make. It's a decision that take, took me from being a liar, a manipulator, one who was addicted to pornography, had a lot of darkness in my heart, was doing things wrong, cheated on my wife before we became married, caused all this pain, all that stuff. God took all of that. And when I made this decision for real, not for an outward appearance, but so God could do an inward work on me, it didn't make me perfect. But boy, I started progressing. And that is the promise that I give you today through this pandemic we're walking through. God says you'll never walk alone. I'll go through it with you. And today, I want to let you know that you just made the greatest decision of your life. Transformation Church, all over the world, we're about to pray this prayer together. And I want you to know that this is when heaven rejoices. This is when people start their journey to becoming the minister. Who's the minister here? The people who are about to give God their life. Come on, all over this world, let's pray this prayer to get together out loud. I want everybody to say it. Say, God, thank you for sending your son, Jesus, just for me. Today, I relinquish control. I give it to you. I believe you lived, you died, and you rose again just for me. Today, I make you my Lord and Savior. Change me. Renew me. Transform me. I'm yours in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, listen, there are thousands of people who just made that decision in your house, right where you are. Come on right now. Can we rejoice with heaven? Turn up with heaven and let's give God praise for brand new family, brand new ministers. Two weeks ago, over 570 people gave their life to Christ. You thought the church was closed? No, baby, the building is closed, but the church is wide open. Last week, three, over 350 people gave their life to Christ. And I'm believing right now 
that as you're going to text this number that comes on the screen, I want everybody to do it who just made that decision or rededicated their life. I want you to text this number. We're going to give you resources. We're going to help you. We're going to be providing content all throughout the week. We have a, a YouTube with tons of resources. Go back and watch Damaged Goods. Go back and watch Grace Like a Flood. Go back and watch Crazy Faith. Go back and let that word saturate you so you can begin to mature. Go back and watch Charged Up. I'm giving you these resources because one thing about a baby is babies are fed adults find their own food let's stop right there I don't even need to do that but I'm just encouraging you through the week don't wait for Sunday for me to feed you all throughout the week be going to God find content allow him to feed you so that you can mature the only way a baby can grow is by eating and what I'm saying is the only way that you can grow is by eating the word of God. Today, I'm so proud of you. I love you and I believe in you. I'm going to pray a blessing over you. And this is what I'm asking you all through this week. Just ask the Holy Spirit. What are you trying to say to me through this message? Some of y'all going to watch this back. Some of y'all going to send it to people. What are you trying? Some of y'all going to meet in groups over Zoom and, and FaceTime. But the question is, what are you trying to say to me, Holy Spirit? Father, I bless you for the words you gave today. I thank you for every person that came into salvation. God, I feel your presence right now. God, I thank you that in this moment that everybody watching and everybody listening, Father God, that you are taking them to another place in you that is not even worthy of being compared to what you're about to do. God, I thank you right now that this will be the best week of their life. No matter what comes, no matter, Father God, what bad news comes, we drop our anger in you. And Father, I thank you that transformation in Christ is happening all over the world right now. Father, we will continue to represent you and be your ministers every place that we go. We trust you, we believe you, and we thank you. In Jesus' name we agree. Somebody say amen. Hey, when they ask you who's the minister here, you say I'm the minister here. Somebody say I'm the minister here. Hey, we love you. We're praying for you. And we will see you right back here next week. Let's go out and live a transformed life. Hallelujah.